Happy 2019 to everybody. Uh, yes, your calendar's right. It is March, uh, but this is the first podcast for 2019. I know it's been a while, but uh, thanks for uh, taking a listen. And uh, I've actually talked to a few people out here that uh, this was going to be the very next podcast episode or the topic that I was going to do was going to be next. Uh, hopefully I can do a couple of these uh, back-to-back um, if if it makes sense. I don't know. I'll, uh, I'll have to make sure. I know that this uh, this topic and, and what it is is actually what's the difference between FDA cleared and FDA approved. Uh, and it's something that uh, I've talked about covering um, for a while now. Uh, and one of the reasons why this is something I kind of wanted to, to talk about is I actually went to some training in October and, and sat with uh, a couple of days somebody who worked for Apple and they were talking about uh, the new Apple the Apple Watch that's coming out or that is out that has the capability of doing an ECG now and uh, or it is, it is an ECG it's not the most modern or effective ECG but the, but it can do one and then communicate out uh, and, and do give you some analysis of it so this is not an advertisement for Apple. It's it's just they're the most common um, use case of this new capability. I think there's a lot of manufacturers out there uh, that are uh, creating this uh, environment where um, you're going to be able to do basic basic uh, wearables, improved type things where it does more than just count your steps. But anyway. I think there's a lot of confusion in the market and, and especially even with this person that works for Apple that you would think there would be some clear internal communication of what their products can and can't do, what the scope uh, of them are, but uh, but e- even she was not aware. So kind of one of the things I think is probably good for people in the industry or people that are interested in the, in the industry of healthcare IT to know is when you hear or when you see some product coming out on the market that is FDA cleared versus, you know, when you see drugs come out on the market uh, and they are FDA approved, you need to understand what those things are, what those differences are. First of all, there are big differences. You know, a lot of this is now going to enter into Jeremy Coleman's um understanding or opinion so you know certainly google me and uh, understand for yourself a little bit clearer distinction but basically fda cleared let me stop fda approved let's let's define that and i think that that definition will help us understand fda cleared fda approved is a very very rigorous process and it just doesn't revolve around drugs there's FDA um, uh, approval processes that you have to go through for anything that is diagnostic or um, clinical decisions will be made based on the output of those devices. That's why uh, radiology modalities are so expensive. That's why a real ECG that happens in a real doctor's office is really expensive because that is really FDA approved. And so um, there is hardware requirements, specifications, 
that are sent and approved by the FDA. And that goes from the device that actually does the uh, measurements or does the procedure all the way to the uh, software configuration of the PC, you know, down to the antivirus or any other extraneous uh, applications um, installed on that PC are all part of the FDA approval and can't be monkeyed with. That's why uh, when you... Um, so if you work in IT, just regular break-fix IT, and you go to a doctor's office and you're working on their equipment, uh, they will have a computer, for instance, for radiologists. They'll have a computer that handles their uh, radiology um, PACS system, the picture archive, where they look and look at images. You can't just go out there and install Office on that computer uh, willy-nilly without uh, possibility of, of circumstances now. You don't break anything, but you just kind of introduce variances that technically have problems when you go changing the, the configuration and the, and the setup on those pieces of equipment. And that's just more of a point to specify how very, very particular the FDA approval process is. And we're talking about years. We're talking about money. We're talking about... Uh, lots of documentation. Even my uh, my teenage son was talking about the other day, you know, one of the things politically that's out there coming out uh, is, you know, the price of drugs and how we need to lower the price of drugs and all this kind of stuff. And people in, in certain political streams are talking about how the cost to produce uh, this medicine is, you know, less than $10 a dose and they're charging you know, 40 or 50 $100 a dose to produce it. And my son looked at me and said, yes, that's right. It's $6 a dose for a pill, 500620 but it's $12 billion for pill number one. So, and that's, that's an oversimplification, but that's pretty close to it. So you definitely do have the R&D. So now, it's FDA approved. FDA cleared is, you're not going to kill somebody with this. If you use this Apple Watch and you do your take your ECG with your Apple Watch, the, the watch will not electrocute you. The watch won't um, poison you. The watch won't um, cut you uh, or harm you in any way during the uh, produ production of that ECG. So... That's that's all the, that means. So FDA cleared is you know a a such a low bar that uh, I don't know you know possibly in some sort of professional limbo association could use that for their competitions. But regardless, that's kind of the the difference. And what you should hear when you when you have lots of. Um, devices coming out on the market that say, oh, we're FDA cleared. The, the vitamins that you buy, if you think back, if you're old enough like me to remember when St. John's wort came out as this alternative to depression, which is actually discouraged now from what I know. Um, all those supplements and herbal things and, and vitamins, they're FDA cleared. But none of their claims or their things that they say that they can do have been put before the FDA to be approved. 
So it's, it, it is certainly buyer beware, and it should also, you shouldn't say, oh no, doc, I don't need an ECG, which again is an ultrasound of your heart. Because uh, I've got my handy-dandy Apple Watch, so uh, I can have this very same thing done, done for me. Um, and so that's kind of just, just rule of thumb when, when you hear uh, your parents, your brother, sister, uh, talk about how this thing is FDA cleared. Take just a minute, explain to them what that means so that we can have an educated marketplace where people understand, you know, that there's not what the diagnostic quality of, um, of, of that, uh, of that device, you know, think about it again. I don't even know if they have these devices anymore, but if you had went to the pharmacy and you sit down and you put your arm, you know, which looks almost like a carnival, uh, carnival attraction where they take your blood pressure. It's not really as, as, um, as, as sensitive and as accurate as taking your blood pressure in the doctor's office with a stethoscope, it's easy for you to say, or a, or a cuff uh, with with a uh, a physician's equipment. So you know, just like you wouldn't think, oh, this is definitely my blood pressure or um, this is my um, blood sugar or weight or whatever it is that you go that you go and do. Um, those devices that are just kind of random and out in the public are not uh, the the superior diagnostic quality, and so you should kind of uh, understand that uh, as well as anything that's out there. Yes, technology is getting better. Yes, we can do more things with more uh, accuracy. We can do more things with the devices that we have, but uh, you know, I think also at the same point in time we should not. Uh, lose our eye on the event, the the real prize, which is kind of what Apple promised uh, earlier with their PHR, which was the personal health record. Uh, it's interesting that uh, it seems like some of the shine's fallen off that Apple from maybe maybe some of this real um, part of getting into healthcare IT is a little bit tougher. But there's also some whiz bang, neat, cool stuff that they can do by hiring a bunch of cardiologists. Uh, and going out there in San Francisco and talking about how you can quote unquote save a life by alerting somebody to a heart abnormality that may or may not happen. You know, I don't, um, I don't, I think it's going to be interesting to see if there's anybody willing or wanting or able to do a study around the false positive versus what are all the accurate things that we catch is that's, that would be some really good data analytics, but, uh, I don't foresee Apple jumping out there. And I don't really know if anybody's going to ask them to do it, although those should be some good questions that uh, that are asked uh, in, in some good, healthy skepticism, but uh, that doesn't seem to be much part of the marketplace. Uh, but anyway, this was so uh, welcome to one to 2019 again. Welcome to this new podcast, if this is something new to you. Uh, hopefully uh, you'll, you're interested in it. Uh, this is going to be kind of more um, more frequent. Uh, now that I've kind of done it again, gotten all the dust off the equipment and 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 uh, try to produce some of this stuff and knock it out. And uh, hopefully we'll have something um, again where uh, you can uh, get some, hopefully you, you think some good opinion uh, pretty soon. All right. Have a good day. My time is up and I thank you for yours. <laughs>